it's Aiden. I'm back to talk some more about man's best friend, the dog. Today, we're going to talk about caring for your your furry friend, benefits of dog ownership, and other things you need to know before committing to love one of these amazing companions. The first thing you need to know is what is figure. The first thing you need to do is figure out what you need to know before you can purchase a dog. Now there are many things that go into figuring out how to purchase a dog or which dog to purchase. The main thing being, do you love this animal? Now obviously it's a dog, so you're going to love it. But even if you find a dog that you really are, that really is just amazing to you, You'll want to make sure that it's good with, if you have small children or if you have other animals, you want to make sure that it can get along with those. You also want to decide whether or not you're ready to dedicate 10 to 15 years to being a pet owner. And if you're not, then you probably shouldn't get a dog, maybe a hamster or something. But if you are ready to dedicate all that time and all that money to having a best friend that will love you forever, then a dog is definitely what you need. Now, I have two dogs, and I love them both. Like, they're both amazing dogs that... Uh, that love me, and I think that it was one of the best purchases that I've ever made, getting a dog. So, when I come back in just a second, I'll tell you some things you need to know before getting a dog. Okay, I'm back, and let's talk about these dogs. So, if you want a dog, you should really know that you want a dog. Deciding to get a dog shouldn't be just an impulse choice. Because often when people take home a cute dog that they just really liked at the pet shop, it usually ends up in a shelter because people don't realize how much time and work really goes into owning a dog. Now, owning a dog is not all fun. They can be expensive, energetic, messy, strong-willed, and noisy. You really need to consider if you are ready for a long-term commitment. Now, I know that make that saying all that makes it seem like it's not a good idea, but if you are ready, then it will be the most amazing choice that you can make. And even if you're crazy about dogs, or you might be crazy about dogs, but playing with them and looking after one is a whole different ball game. Uh, another thing you should do is do your research before you choose. Before getting a dog, you need to figure out if you want a puppy or an older dog, as well as what breed of dog would suit you best. A little puppy is always cute and fun, but they typically have a lot of energy and will need plenty of attention. If you do not have a lot of time and energy to spend socializing and training an active puppy, and do not feel that cleaning up the little oopsies, you know what I mean, while house training the puppy, then perhaps you should look at adopting an older dog. An adult dog may not need as much maintenance as a puppy,
but it will, but it may still have some of the habits, some habits that still need some training. Most adult dogs come house trained, and especially when adopting a senior dog, their energy level may be a lot lower than a puppy. Besides thinking about whether you want a puppy or an adult dog, the breed of dog that you would like to adopt is an important aspect to consider. Each breed has its own rewards and challenges. Don't just pick a dog because you like how they look. Personality is a much more important factor to keep in mind. After selecting a breed, research what to expect when your new dog research what to expect when your new dog joins your household. Be honest with yourself about your lifestyle. Be honest with yourself about your lifestyle. For example, if your idea of relaxation is watching TV, don't get a dog that loves exploring the outdoors. Another big thing, if you're getting a puppy, is to prepare your home. These can cause a lot of destruction and craziness if you're not prepared to have a puppy. It's kind of like baby-proofing. Because your four-footed baby loves to explore and chew whatever it crosses its path. Make sure that the exploration areas are safe. In the beginning... It might be a better idea to keep your dog in a specific area in your house where it cannot do too much damage or get hurt. Make sure there are no poisonous house plants around, such as mistletoe, poisonetta, amaryllis, and holly. Look up cleaning su- lock up cleaning supplies and medicines because those can be really bad for a dog if it can get into those. Block access to elevated porches, balconies, and decks so that the dogs don't fall off and hurt themselves, since puppies are pretty clumsy. And also, it's a good idea to keep the toilet lid closed, secure electrical cords, and remove any plastic materials. Now one thing you should definitely not do is leave the puppy unsupervised, especially if it has access to your whole house. Buy proper chewing toys and reward the puppy for chewing the right things, not the couch arm. Start with training as soon as possible. It will definitely make your life with the, the new family much easier. Now to keep your dog healthy, visit the, vegetar- visit the veterinarian regularly. Because you're now responsible for the dog's well-being. And an important aspect of this includes regular checkups with a veterinarian. Between 6 and 16 weeks, a puppy requires several rounds of vaccines to keep it from getting sick because it's very, it's, it can get sick really easily. This doesn't just mean enough food. Oh, I'm sorry. Another thing is to feed your puppy properly. This doesn't mean, this doesn't just mean give it a ton of food. It entails a well-balanced nutritional diet. You will notice that there are specifically formulated dog food for puppies. The first year is the most critical. Your puppy's teeth, muscle, bones, and even fur will be growing rapidly. A puppy requires more daily calories than a puppy requires more daily calories than a mature dog. Carefully read the product label to ensure that your puppy digests the correct balance of fat and protein. 
Also, stick to the recommended serving size and feeding schedule. Don't feed your puppy any table snacks, bones, or big snacks between meals. One thing that was just a smart idea is to teach your puppy to obey. As mentioned above... Oh, sorry. Read the wrong part. You should start training your dog right away. Dogs are pack animals, and if you don't let your puppy know who's in charge, it will gladly take over instead of you. You need to establish clear-cut boundaries from the beginning. Your training method needs to find a balance between firm and gentle. Reward your puppy with lots of praise and occasionally some treats. Dogs love attention. The more fuss you you make over the puppy doing something right, the more responsive it will be. House training can be tricky, but the secret to success is consistency. In the in the beginning, your puppy will will need a bathroom break about th- 20 to 30 minutes after eating. Take the puppy outside to spot to the spot where you want it to go and use commands such as go to the bathroom. Remember to offer plenty of praise when it obeys. Some people even train their dogs to do business or go to the restroom in flower beds, eliminating the need to pick up afterwards. If you don't mind the extra, as long as you don't mind it, then this is a handy trick. Now, this is the biggest step. Be loving, patient, and kind. Your little puppy is new to the world, and in the same way as a human baby, it has a lot of new things to learn and experience. Even with the best training, you will be cleaning up a few bathroom mishaps in the beginning, and you might lose a pair of your favorite shoes that you accidentally left on the floor. But this is just all part of owning a puppy. And although it may seem frustrating at first, it'll still always be that cute little dog that you loved in the shelter and that you decided that you were going to spend time with. You also have to let them exercise a bunch in the beginning. And you also have to have a bunch of patience. Be patient with the learning curve of your new dog. With proper love and care, your dog will grow into a great companion. In the end, all the hard work will be be worth it to have such an amazing and lovable best friend. You will have to invest lots of time in your dog. But that's okay because these dogs make it so easy to love them, that that time that you have to invest would just be great time. For instance, setting out time in your schedule for regular walks. Now, some people like to walk their dogs. Some people don't. I personally don't really like walking my dogs that much, but I mean, that's okay, because you still got to do it. But if you like walking your dogs, and this is a big plus because you get to do this a bunch if you have a puppy. They need lots of attention, and when they don't get it, they become very challenging to manage. And the easier they are to manage, the easier your life will be. So if you're considering a puppy, keep into account all these things that you would have to deal with. But also, don't just think about this. Think about how amazing the dog would be and how happy it would make you.
these dogs are very friendly and would make your life a lot better if you can just learn to deal with them for a little bit. Hello and welcome to the end of my, sadly, the end of my second podcast. Now, I thought that this episode was hopefully beneficial to all of you that wanted to get a dog, uh, if you don't have one, and was informative on what you need to know and what you should do if you plan on getting a dog. Now, make sure you definitely tune in for my final podcast, where I'll be doing an interview with a local psychologist about various therapy dogs, the benefits of having a therapy dog, and how to possibly, and how to make that a possibility in your life. Now, therapy dogs are for people that have problems, whether they be social problems, mental problems, or health problems. Now, they're normally, now they're very well-trained dogs that have to be trained in learning how to, they have to be trained in know exactly what to do and what to say, or in, I guess in their case, what to bark on and to help their owners out in every way they possibly can. Now, I don't have a therapy dog or anything like that, but I have seen them before and I have seen how helpful they are to the people that really need them. The most common reason you'd see a therapy dog is for someone that's blind. They use the dogs to help guide them in, they, I'm sorry, they use the dogs to help guide them if they don't have a stick or another person to be with them. Now, these dogs are normally very helpful and can help the person know where they're going, where they're going or where they need to go. I have seen, I've never seen in real life, but I have seen on videos uh, therapy dogs that help people for other things, and it's very interesting to see how loyal they are to their owners and how much they care about them. So that in- that is going to conclude this podcast, but definitely make sure you stay tuned when I do interview about therapy dogs in my next episode. Goodbye.